no, it's going to get worse. I can tell. This is going to get worse. <laughs> folks and welcome to another episode of the Brent Bill and Beer Podcast. Podcast for the folks out there who love long walks on the beach and beer. I'm Brent. And I'm Bill. And Bill, what beer are we starting off with right now? We are starting out with Surly Brewing Company's Furious IPA. Furious IPA. This, is it a red IPA? Does it say that on it? Let me see. The can's red. The can is red. Uh, Their description, Imperial Red Ale, Hoppy Red, not so... Not really an amber. Furious breaks all the rules, so I guess it's a combination of all of that. People should pay me to be a Cicerone, because I know that there. See? It even said red. Well, I got... I'm in charge of this episode, so I think it's going to go well. I'm, I'm going to play around with it, but I've got two segments today for you. Cool. First one is beer news. Okay? <laughs> I think that probably a lot of people listening don't necessarily listen to beer podcasts, there's not a ton of them. A lot of them are more about home brewing and that kind right. of thing. And I just want to bring the news to the people, you know, so they don't have to go out there and type into their Google search that they're searching for beer news. I can do that for them. So the first bit of beer news that I found that shocked me, I guess I'm not shocked, but it, it hit close to home, is this headline Green Flash Brewing and Alpine Beer Company have been acquired by Sweetwater Brewing. I didn't realize that Green Flash was still a thing. Yeah, so this is why I wanted to talk about it. Now, uh, you may have not noticed, but oh, yeah, it turned out... Ones. Yeah, so for reference, we are recording from my new place, which is very empty. But in the process of me bringing beer glasses over, I realized I owned an Alpine Beer Company glass, which is funny because I had planned the segment before yeah. that. So that is what I'm drinking out of right now. But yeah, it's it's one of those green flashes interesting. So the because of how you reacted, I yeah. assume we're in the same camp. Uh, so for reference, for anybody who doesn't know, um, at least I'll, I'll say my experience with Green Flash Brewing Company is when I was turning 21... You know, and started drinking beers, maybe even before that point, uh, admittedly. Green Flash was like the IPA brewery uh, of the people, uh, I guess is how I would describe it. Yeah, right? it's pretty accurate. Yeah, it's you could walk into any, you know, grocery store or gas station or you name a place that you can get beer. There were multiple Green Flash brewing company um, uh, beers there. Yeah. Yeah. And this was all before hazy IPAs were even really a thing. Exactly. So these were, you know, California West Coast IPAs for the style. And I remember, uh, yeah, it was just any, any grocery store you could get it. And the reason, one of the reasons Green Flash is near and dear to my heart was not only because I used to drink it a bunch, but the first time I went to the apothecary, June 5th, twenty. 15, 20, yeah, 2015, the day after my 21st birthday, I went there, I sat at the bar, I didn't really, honestly, like, I had had a lot of craft beers, but I wasn't knowledgeable enough to be, like, you know, the, the type of stuff that the apothecary had, yeah. I didn't necessarily know what I wanted, so I sit there, 
And Jason Coleman was the bartender. This is Grace's husband. Mentioned him previously, uh, I think the last episode. Because he was the other one that likes Natty Bow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I ended up, like, I sat down there and he asked me what I wanted. And I I was like, oh, I don't know. And he's like, oh, well, what do you like? I said, I like West Coast IPAs, which is funny, yeah. you know, because it's very different nowadays. It's uh, West Coast IPAs aren't as popular anymore, but that was what I liked. And I rem- I'll never forget him grabbing like five bottles with two hands and he yeah. just laid them out and said, drink them in these order, in this order. And so you had five beers right there. Yes. I was, hey, I just turned 21. I had a ride home. So that's what I was doing. Uh, but what was funny was I think two of them, I think one of them was the Green Flash West Coast IPA. They're like, the, I the call the it the flagship. Yeah. And one of them was Pallet Wrecker. Oof. Which, I, remember, I remember that one. Yeah. Because Pallet Wrecker is 200 IBUs or international bitterness units. And the point is, I think the science says that your taste buds can't. You can't register bitterness above 100 IBUs. So theirs was 200. It was the kind of the capstone beer because, yeah, if you drank it before, it could mess up your, I guess, sensitivity for hops. I just looked on Untapped because I didn't remember a lot of these beer names. Mm-hmm. So I was like looking up there, like Palette Wrecker is there. Like, and I think the, the flagship one we're talking about is Soul Style. Was that it? I think that was a different one. I think they had one called, unless they changed the name, I think. It started out with Jive Session. Is one I don't know. I'm going on a tangent here. Now. Oh, you're going down memory lane. Yeah. So I mean, that's why I wanted to bring it up because I saw this headline and it just it, it you know. So and anywho, to finish the story of Green Flash, like obviously this is something that was near and dear to my heart. I used to drink it regularly because it was at Kroger and Sheets and things like that, and they just fell apart. Yeah. And. Obviously, because Bill just you know started <laughs> off this episode saying I didn't even realize they were a thing. You know, I didn't think yeah. they were an entity to be bought. Yeah, I thought that they had either just completely shut down or they were purchased already by someone else. Yeah, and were operating under like either a different name or the same name but scaled mm-hmm. back. Yeah. Now I don't know the whole story, but I believe the essentially they grew so fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, that when suddenly hazy IPAs became the big thing and not West Coast, it essentially collapsed. And I believe they had to file for bankruptcy and ended up just they didn't distribute all over the place. You had to go to, I think, California in order to get Green Flash. So it's one of these crazy stories about something that used to be, you know, if you drank craft beer at that time, it was a household name. Right became a no-name because of hazy IPAs. And you know what the funny thing is now? Hmm. West Coast IPAs are making a comeback. Yeah, I mean, everyone's wanting the bitterness again. Yeah, it's it's kind of just a strain. So maybe that's the reason why Sweetwater, which is another brewery yeah. I'm, I'm a fan of, although I would say that they're not as important to me in, I guess, the history of yeah. me drinking beer. Uh, but yeah, it, I guess it makes sense. They might be. They might recognize what's going on and be trying to get those West Coast IPAs, right. or at least the rights to them. I mean, well, Sweetwater mostly for their IPAs. They're typically, despite being in Georgia, are West Coast style. Like yeah. they don't really bite into the hazy IPA craze. Really, mm-hmm. I mean, they have some, but 
They're definitely more of a West Coast IPA kind of place. Yeah. Now I don't I don't have as many memories of Alpine, and I do think it's funny <laughs> that I have an Alpine Beer Company glass. I can only imagine I got that from the apothecary. Yeah. Um, that's what I just assumed. Um, I don't know if I've ever had any Alpine beer. Maybe I'll have so to I check can... Untapped after this to see what I had. Yeah. But yeah, so Green Flash and Alpine are now owned by Sweetwater. And they're now going to be brewed out of Sweetwater's new facility in Fort Collins, Colorado. Oh, that's uh, pretty cool. Which used to be, I didn't write it down because I'm a bad journalist, I'm an engineer, uh, but I believe it, it was called Red Red Something Brewing uh, used to be there. And then Sweetwater acquired the facility and now they're going to brew these beers there. So I'm not sure. So, I wonder if that's where they brew their 420 strain. That would make sense. That would make a lot of because sense. Because I mean, they have that whole series of different... That state would be much drinks. more welcoming to, yeah, to that to. kind of beer. Okay, so that was the first bit of news. Cool. This second one, I think, is super neat. And the next time... <laughs> I know we mentioned uh, uh, Columbus, yeah. just because I... Obviously, I was there for this. <laughs> Miles went and wore the High Reaper shirt last time, so I'm wearing it now. But yeah, so in Columbus, Ohio, Land Grant Brewing Company. Yeah. You're from Ohio, so yeah. okay, so yeah, you're, Grant. okay, so you're gonna like you might be very <laughs> interested in this. So Land Grant Brewing Company, I'm just quoting yeah. it okay. exactly, uh, is is excited to announce the rollout of its winterized outdoor beer garden, including 15 heated igloos and the upcoming launch of quote brewery curling. An adapted version of the popular ice sport using small kegs instead of curling stones. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's just a couple stats here for anybody. I, I want to go because curling's. I love curling. And it would be super neat. You know, like I said, uh, there's a really cool uh, venue in Columbus for, for concerts that I've been going to. So this could be a new brewery. To go to and play some curling, although I, I think I need to do it when it's cold. It's when I yeah. read it, it said essentially as long as the highs are below fifty, they can they keep can this thing it. going. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So the the stats on this brewery curling rink is thirteen hundred square feet. Uh, it's fifty dollars for ninety minutes of play and includes a heated igloo for eight people. That's actually not bad. That's a great deal. I just went and yeah, so I for eight people. I just went bowling this morning with my friend Henry uh, for $30 yeah. for an hour. So, yeah, that comes out. Because is that 50 per person or is that 50 for the group? It's 50 for the group. That, so, I mean, is that cheaper than... Sorry, folks. I got a... The engineer in me has to do a quick calculation. Let's do... That is 50 over 90. Sorry. That is about half a dollar per minute. And then 30. They're almost... Oh, my gosh. I'm going to go to this now because it was, yeah, I get to play curling and have a heated igloo for $50 for 90 minutes. It's almost the same price. And there's and beer. And there's beer. I might have to do this. If you're not, however, if you're not interested in curling, and I don't know why you wouldn't be, wouldn't be <laughs> but if you're not interested in curling, they also have, yeah, nine, uh, nine heated igloos are also available in their beer garden. For ten to twenty dollars for two hours. That's still not bad. Yeah, it actually kind of reminds me. I've, I've talked about High Tower Brewing yeah. uh, in Rayland, and I'm sure at some point we should do an episode with them. But yeah, I when you, when you first started going to High Tower, you'd actually walk in through the side of their house, 
the actual home, and they had just the shed with a heater inside of it, you know, out just outside, and that's where you used to drink. So I, I do really like the idea of just some heated igloo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's that's the end of beer news. Uh, it's not going to happen every time, but every now and then, if I find a story that I think is interesting, I will send it y'all's way, which means we now need to move into the main segment of this episode, which I have kept secret from Bill this entire time. This segment is going to be called Find the Limit. It's a Treehouse Brewing Company, or I wonder if it's Treehouse Brewing or Treehouse Beer. I think it's brewing. Yeah. Treehouse. We'll just call (laughs) it that. Treehouse. They came out with this series called Project Find the Limit. And what I have for you today, Bill, is Project Find the Limit number one, number two, number three, and number four. Okay. I'm going to read to you. It's the same thing on the side of every can so that you can understand what we're about to do. Okay. We have long struggled to determine the value of increasing hop saturation for the sake of greater appeal within our core family of beers. With each new rendition, we have pondered where the limit of enjoyability lies. Ah. As the saying goes, you don't know until you try, and thus we will try. We initiated this project to find that limit. With each successive batch, we will slowly ramp up our residual sugar content, alcohol content, and dry hop volume as an interactive endeavor whereby we collectively determine a reasonable limit of what is enjoyable. <laughs> so and, something's going to be like shit. <laughs> yeah. like, And that's what I'm hoping. Right, I am hoping one of these beers at some point we hate it. What if it's all good and we just want it to keep going? There's a phrase for that, Bill. You know what it is? <laughs> what is it alcoholism? No, is that no, the word? No, no. I think it's Mean Girls, right? The limit does not exist. Oh, I mean, yes. technic- technically, it's just a Sir Isaac Newton right, calculus but, thing, but, but yes, it is in Mean Girls. <laughs> so we are going to start with Project Find the Limit number one. So I'm going to crack this open. Pour a little bit out for me. You take some. Looking at this can too, that's pretty cool. Yeah, they're all, oh oh my gosh. All the hot vines. I bought this in Boston. That sounded beautiful. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so I I bought this in Boston in early November. So the hops might be dead, as my roommate would say. Well, I mean, early November, I mean, that's... It's just what, two and a half months, right? No, no, we say it jokingly. If a week goes by, we say the hops are dead. Um, Generally, you're good for like four months, really. I will say, though, that it has held up. This smells wonderful. And if you're not already at home, you should have an IPA cracked open. Your favorite New England style IPA to drink as we go through and ponder if the hops are just too much. So the the stats on this, it's 8% by volume. That's 8%. You know what? I got worried for a second that this was like number four or something like that. <laughs> and that I just, you know, messed this entire thing up. So, yeah, it is 8% alcohol. The dry hop volume on this is four and a half pounds per barrel. Now, for reference, the last one that we'll do is eight and a half. So, it's nearly double yeah. the last one that we'll end up doing. So, I guess, what are your thoughts of this beer initially? It's- Honestly, I thought it was more of a session. When I tasted it, I'm like, oh, cool, this is probably about a 5, 5.2%. So 8% is kind of shocking. Yeah. But I am I am happy that they tried to mimic just, I guess, what I would call the, the like, standard treehouse beer. Yeah. 
It's not one of their flagships, but it is. It just tastes like, I don't know, the standard issue. I would assume this is a treehouse beer if I drank it. Yeah. Right. But man, it is very, it's super juicy. The thing yeah. is, I love this. So I'm worried that if I, as we, like, yeah. I already love this, right? So I'm worried that I'm already not going to like the next one. Like, it's interesting because I think that I could enjoy a bit more. Like, it feels like, I mean, it's a good beer, mm -hmm. but at 8%, it feels thin to me. Mm -hmm. But with that being said, I still enjoy it. So it's tricky. That is kind of funny that you started off thinking that this was a uh, session. A session, and it's 8%. It's yeah. almost as bad as um, what I think it would have been two episodes ago. That was the Hopping Frog. Frog that it was, yeah, that, that was. Ooh, that was rough. Cool. We just down some water. Move on to the next one. Now, you've never been to Treehouse, right? I so the the funny thing is, this one first off is eight point one percent. Okay, a little bit more, and it is five and a half pounds per barrel. So it's one extra pound of beer. They're not beer. Uh, dry hop. <laughs> yeah. So I like these cans a lot. What's, what's funny with Treehouse was the original uh, Treehouse location, my, my friend Lord Curtis Lee of Scotland, who uh, founded the Thursday drinking team that we were a part of, and I remember he used to send me photos all the time of him standing in line at Treehouse, and I'm going to misremember this, but it used to just be this big metal blue building. Very boring. Yeah. It looked like a, a warehouse, but you know... It was some of the best beer that was coming out there. It essentially was the beer that was putting Green Flash Brewing Company out of business. And he used to just, yeah, go there, get a bunch of beers, that kind of thing. Now, Treehouse, at their new location in Charlton, is just immaculate. Yeah. I mean, I would describe it as an adult playground. <laughs> I've been there twice now, but you essentially, you just, you're in the middle of nowhere. And you just slowly work your way up until up the kind of a bit of a winding road until you just get to this gigantic, just gorgeous building. There's an outdoor pavilion. Uh, you go inside. You can see all the brewery set up. It's huge for for kind of for a brewery that makes this good of beer. Yeah. Still, it is shocking to me the sheer volume that they brew because yeah. normally, as that happens, your quality dies down. Right? Yeah. Trying to think of a good example. Goose Island's one that comes to mind for me. Yeah, Goose Island's up there. Uh, this might be blasphemy for my Ohio roots, but uh, Hoof Hearted used to be incredible. Mm -hmm. And I mean, they're still good. Like all, like Conky Dong is great, mm -hmm. and, uh, all that stuff. But since they've been producing more, I feel like the quality's died down. Mm -hmm. And honestly, that's uh, how I feel about Three Floyd Zombie Dust. I used to love that beer. And I'm just like, it's fine. I'm trying to remember if I've had... I'm surely I've had zombie dust. Is Three Flights the one that makes uh, Dark Lord? Yeah, Dark Lord. Yeah, because they have Dark Lord Day where it's like a $200 ticket. But. Hot take. Uh -huh. I hate that beer. I've only had it once. So I, I, I enjoyed it, but... I it, it is like drinking soy sauce. I mean, yeah. it's... <laughs> I mean, I'm sure like when it was first coming out, it was a very enjoyable experience and that nowadays because yeah. everybody puts maple syrup and vanilla and all these things in the stouts that's why i don't like it but i remember the not just 
when I had it, so I don't like this beer. Not only did I have Dark Lord, I had multiple Dark Lords in in what? multiple different years. So it was it was like Did a you have mix. any variants or were they all just the original? No, the original just it was vertical and yeah, I I essentially don't I don't hate the beer. I just don't like it compared to other stouts I could have had. And it just got it just kept it was a marathon of drinking this beer that I don't like. So so like I, I would be thrilled with that. Like I I mean I only had the one bottle. This is probably around twenty eighteen. I enjoyed it. I mean, mm-hmm. I opened the bottle with a few friends, and I think I ended up drinking half of it. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think? We're 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 stalling as we're yeah. drinking the the second one. So, this is number two. I like think? it a lot more. Really, like significantly more. It is not for me. Not as good as the first really? one, this which is... which means this is going to be rough because <laughs> the fourth one is double all of this stuff. So, this one is diminished from the first one for me. Oh, I, I'm enjoying this one a lot. So, I'm place your bets now, people. <laughs> does Bill bail out at number three or number four, or does he go the distance and like all of them? I mean, I, I think it's delicious. So, yeah. I think it'll be. Place your bets in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if we have comments, <laughs> but if you find one, place it. Put it in the chat. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, I'm going to go and clean out my glass. We're going to go to the third one. So, y'all are going to have me probably suffer for the rest of this episode. Oh, boy. I didn't think that it would be this early for me, but I got scared when I liked the first one that much. No, it's going to get worse. I can tell. This is going to get worse. (laughs) Yeah, so... I remember the so the first time I went to Treehouse. I'm just going to keep talking about them just because that's what we're drinking. <laughs> the first time I went to Treehouse was interesting. You went there. I can't remember. Did we actually talk about? We talked about this in the first episode. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm on tap. Like look, because I'm checking this stuff in as I go. There's like final limit number seven. You're right. I just got the first four. That's I mean 100 percent reasonable, but I was. We'll have to do a follow-up episode if you end up not finding the limit. Yeah. We'll have to go up there and see if there's any way that we can <laughs> acquire the, the like remainder six, of them. Seven. And then I'll just sit here and drink uh, hams while you <laughs> while we just sit here and keep pouring beers for you until you finally give up. You think that's possible? This I like about as much as the other one. Yeah. But in a different way. Do tell. Um, being that... I enjoy my beers, like my stouts typically like 12% up. I enjoy the boozy taste. I should have said the stats. So this one is 8.2%. Yeah. So it looks like we're just going up by 0.1. It's 7 pounds of dry hop volume. Yeah, you you can get that kind of like earthy taste to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's... Normally I'm not a fan of the, the earthiness, but... You know, I'm having a weird thing happening right now because I didn't like the second one. Yeah. I do like this one though, which is it's not. It's still not as good as the first right. one for me. But this one is definitely more earthy than the first one. Yeah, than both of them. And presumably, they're not changing anything. They're just changing the like the quantity. Yeah. yeah, but the ratios are all the same. Uh, this is so. I think that's interesting. Maybe I, I don't know. I'm. I like this more than the last one. 
So this is not your limit? I don't know. Man, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just looking forward to four now, because that's like this is this is fun. Yeah. I I don't know what to say. Yeah, the fir- I mean the first one, it's it's right. it's completely different league to me compared to these ones. But they're all the same hops, right? Yeah. Nothing's changed with the recipe. It's just the sheer yeah. quantity. Yeah. I mean, like like they said, they're just trying to find the limit. But that's wild the way that the hop flavor is pronounced so differently mm-hmm. when the ratio still remains the same. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't I mean, going back to what's their names? Green Flash. That's not a good sign. The fact that I couldn't remember <laughs> their name even though I claim that they're very important to me. Are you drunk? No. Um for the record, I know that we said the ABVs. We are only taking about, I don't know, what, three ounces? Yeah, three to four ounces. Yeah, three ounces of each one because I couldn't imagine. Could you imagine us downing entire cans? I mean, we could. I, fair. <laughs> I remember one of my favorite things was, I think it was episode two, because y'all couldn't see this. But Bill, Bill, like, we, we basically poured the beers out. Yeah. And you felt the need that you had to, like... Finish them. Had to finish the beers like in those moments. And I was like, man, if we did these with these hop and frog beers, I mean, we said that they were high ABV. We'd be, uh, to, you know, I mean, it would have been, it would have been rough. I mean, the low one was 8.2. Mm-hmm. It was 8.2, 10, and like 13 something. And then, fun fact, after we recorded all that, we ended up actually having uh, a pour of the Utopias, the Sam Adams. It's true. So it just progressively got higher and higher and higher ABV. Yeah, that was for reference. Utopias is a, a Sam Adams beer, and it's twenty eight percent alcohol, and it's brewed with ninja yeast that okay. is able to. Because normally yeast dies, right? Like it, it's kind of goofy. Uh, yeast produces alcohol from sugars, and then the alcohol kills the yeast. So normally there's like kind of a limit to like how much alcohol that you can end up producing. That's that's why like whiskeys, for example, we have to distill it afterwards if we want to get higher ABVs. But somehow they have some yeast called ninja yeast where they can go and just that thing keeps brewing until it hits twenty. Well, I don't think it hits twenty eight percent. I think it hits something a bit lower, and yeah. then it goes through a ton of different barrels. Yeah. yeah so that was a rough day. And then we ended up at a apothecary that night. What a what a rough night. <laughs> it's a tough job. Somebody's got to do it to keep everybody entertained at home. So. It's us. It is. All right. We're moving on to the final the final beer for today. Project Final Limit number four, which who the f*** knows what's going to happen to me because I love the first one, yeah. did not like the second one, enjoyed the third one. This one is eight and a half pounds of dry hop per barrel, and it's 8.3%. So they are just going yeah. by point one yeah. at a time. Yeah, because I was looking up here, like point, the number seven is 8.6%. There you go. That sounds so good. <laughs> He's closer to the mic. I'm so. also putting it closer to the yeah. microphone just for that effect. Yeah. So, cheers. Cheers. I like it a lot. I love this. This is my favorite. What is going on? <laughs> Your palate's <laughs> I don't know. It's, this is so good. Maybe it's just, it's like a discreet thing, right? I, I either like a beer that I 
taste wise, but it was eight percent, right? Yeah. You got it in my head that it's like a session. Yeah, it tasted like a session. It was weird. Maybe it is going back to the the good old days when I drank palate wrecker and other yeah. things, and I like the intensity. I just didn't think that this is. Hmm. So I think we should reflect on these beers. So I I'm kind of curious to think about why. It went that way for me. That number one, I was a big fan of. Number two, I did not like. And then they got they got progressively better. So you liked four more than three. Four is the best beer we've had tonight. Yeah, me. so too. So we have not found the limit. No. I guess we got to go to Treehouse. Yeah. Oh, shoot. So, yeah, it's that was kind of, it's kind of goofy, right? Because it's supposed to be, it gets progressively worse and, and and that was not my case. Well, I don't I don't think worse is the right word. I think intense might be a better word. I don't know. Let's check the what they said on here because I think they said. Did they actually say worse? That's terrible, terrible marketing. Make it all negative. Yeah. Okay. So it doesn't say that specifically. What it says is we have pondered where the limit of enjoyability okay. lies, which I think implies that it's not enjoyable. Like that it's bad. Well, I think that like with this kind of an idea, mm -hmm. you're going to constantly move up in your enjoyment. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to find the one where you just plummet down to See, you that's, don't like this. that's not how I... For me personally, I, I would expect that if I hit my limit mm -hmm. or that it... Hmm, you would think that there's a... There's like two points, right? There's the, the spot that I like. Yeah. And then there's the limit of what I can enjoy. Right. Right. Like they're in, they're saying like the limit of your enjoyment. Yeah. So you go and you start with a beer. I really like it. Right. The first one. Yeah. You would expect that it would get progressively worse until I hit my limit. I'm like, okay, oh. I can't enjoy this beer anymore. And then it just gets bad. I just interpreted the opposite direction. Like, really? yeah. Hmm. Like, like you kind of have like, like if you like a particularly flavorful thing. Mm -hmm. You want to keep increasing that flavor until it's too much and then it goes back down. Interesting. Yeah. The last time I did something like this, it was for Lustre Day. Okay, yeah. When they had like half, single, double, triple? Yes. So it was actually where they did it for the first time. Okay. So I was standing in line with my friend, Chris Gates, and we, because he was in med school, yeah. so we very rarely got to get out, and I said, let's... He loved IPAs. I was like, let's go to Dancing Gnome for Lustre Day. Just do that. So we had half, single, double, and triple Lustre. And I went and I lined them up. My friend Henry was there. And we ended up, I was just going through. And I did some type of setup where you could really do like a good comparison of all of them. And I ended up, this was a horrible mistake, Bill. <laughs> I, because the thing is, if you start with half Lustre, then you go to single, then double, then triple. It, the amount of alcohol in your system exponentially grows right. as you drink those and like work your way through it. And for some reason, I went and I called my parents around single slash double. Right. And I remember starting out fine in the phone conversation and then slurring <laughs> my words by the end of it. So I'm not going to like that was a bit of the inspiration of actually doing this. Yeah. Was I had done this previously. Now thankfully here they're essentially the same. Right. They're essentially, yeah. Yeah, whereas But it's all over 80. Yeah, that's that's not necessarily good. But yeah, it, so that's how I th 
no, there's no logic in what I was just about to say. So, I won't, I won't <laughs> so now I'm kind of curious. How would you rank those lustres? Do you remember? Ooh. We could check untapped at some point. We could, do, you know what? Let's I, just do I've, it. I've done this before. So while Brent's looking that up, my least favorite is the original lustra. Really? Yeah. Then second from the bottom is triple. Then half is my second from the top, and double lustra is my favorite. Hmm. And they also have the uh, lager lustra, the one year I was there, which I enjoyed quite a bit. Okay, so I got I have the stats. Half lustra, I gave a four. <laughs> Single lustra, which is just lustra, also a four. Okay. Double, four point five. Double's wow. a great beer. And then triple, four point five. So I guess I guess <laughs> it's I guess it's it's not exactly the same as this. But clearly, I I apparently do really the thing that's not explainable yeah. is the first one, and and I guess what I'm learning here, Bill, is that you might be right because your your whole thing is like for me, if you find one that you enjoy and then you keep yeah. making it more intense, it should get worse. Right. But I just checked Lustra, and then obviously we just did this, where it got progressively better for me. Yeah. So you must be right. So we all just learned something from this experiment. That Bill is always right. That's not what we learned. Because <laughs> Bill's top cheap beer is wrong. It's It should be Natty Bow or Hams. But Natty Bow is up there. I just only had it once. <laughs> so I can't justify that being my top beer. Yeah. But we ended up... I guess we, I mean, we have enough data points. Maybe that is a thing. It's, it literally, it does get better. And then there's a point where it's just essentially right. a cliff. Yeah. You just can't take it anymore. Huh. Well, that was a fun experiment. I think we learned some. So what we have figured out from this is that actually, rather than it, as it, the intensity goes up from the one that you enjoy, it doesn't necessarily get worse. It gets better and then drops off. Right. That's what I mean. Well, I think that's it for today. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it for the episode. Uh, we're currently available on Podbean, Spotify, and I really hope Apple Podcast by this point. It turns out the reason why uh, Apple has had an issue because the logo that I submitted was right. not big enough. That okay. is literally why it has held up. The one with our face is that I, I mean we could probably put in. No, I or is that I, too rectangular? Well, no. I I made I made the logo bigger resolution or whatever so it should work out but so hopefully by this point we're on apple podcast so just let us know what you think uh any suggestions for future episodes if you want to join us on the show feel free just let let us know yeah so until next time i'm brent and i'm bill and we'll see you at the bar if you can make it 